0: Hello, everyone. My name is always Asma. Welcome to another episode of Two Ways to Skin a Cat, a show where we talk career experiences, entrepreneurship, and investments. The main aim is to show that there's more than one way to be successful other than just climbing the corporate ladder. We are live on LinkedIn and YouTube, and the show will be available on podcast by latest tomorrow morning. So don't forget to like, subscribe, and click on that notification bell to get automatically notified when the next episode comes out. If you are joining us live, Drop a one in the comments so that we know we're not talking to ourselves. And if you're watching the recording, drop a two in the comments. My guest for this week is Zene Delime, Chartered Accountant and Financial Manager at the US-listed company PepsiCo. That's, I think, listed on the NASDAQ. Zene, thanks so Hi, much for I, joining I, me today.
1: Hi, always. Thanks for having me and I, everyone that's joining.
0: Let's jump straight into questions. Tell us your story. Where do you come from? And even outside of work, who is an Nederlander? Give us the backstory.
1: Okay, so um, I grew up in a small town in the Northern Cape called Carnarvon. Um, I'm the eldest of three daughters. I've attended um, my primary school and partially high school in Carnarvon. And then um, I did grade 10 to 12 in Uppington. After that, I went to Stellenbosch um, to study BA. Um, I did my undergrad and my postgrad. Uh, my first year of honours, um, I failed. Um, and I think that was like a key milestone for me. Um, it changed my perspective about failing. Um, it's not always that you're weak. Um, it can be due to different reasons why you failed. And I think it's important if you can identify what went wrong and if you can rectify that um, going forward. Um, So, after my honours, I did my articles at PwC um, in Worcester. Um, Yeah, that came with its own pros and cons. Um, But if I can mention some of the pros is that um, I gained a lot of exposure on different sectors. Um, I did some financial, um, uh, sorry, financial accounting, like doing financial statements. Um, I also got some local government experience by auditing municipalities. And also I went to secondment to Joburg um, to do some insurance companies, order some insurance companies. Um, at the end of my articles, I got married. Um, <laughs> and yeah, in December and January, I was on a plane to the Netherlands for 4 months secondment. Um, yeah, that was also very interesting, um, learning the new culture and the way of working. Um, And I also got a chance to travel a bit, which I enjoy. Um, I came back after the four months, and then I was unemployed for about a month. And then I got a job as a management accountant. Um, I did that for about, I think, a year, nine months. Then I moved on to a new role as a commercial financial analyst. Um, I was in that role for almost three and a half years. And then um, I was promoted to commercial finance manager. And after that, I joined PepsiCo in February this year, so I'm still fairly new um, in this new role. Um, Outside of work, I would say I enjoy music, um, reading, yeah, reading when I want to escape the world we're in. (laughs) I like to pick up a book and just get lost in it. And um, I have a three-year-old son, so he also keeps me on my toes day in and day out, especially in the toddler stage. And then recently, um, I've started to enjoy exercising. <laughs> I've, yeah, I think with us working from home, I have that extra time that I'm not traveling, um, which I then use to to exercise. Yeah, that's me in a nutshell.
0: Well, that's amazing! You touched on it a little bit, but you spent some time on comment in the Netherlands. Tell us a little bit more about that experience and whether you would advise others to do the same.
1: So. Um, Oh, yeah, I would. First of all, I would advise others to do the same. Um, it's amazing to to get to see a different country and how other people love and work and go about their day-to-day. Um, and also, I mainly focused um, on insurance companies, um, yeah, investment companies. So it was financial services um, orientated more, which I only touched on in my um, article. So it was nice for me to get a broader perspective um, um exposure into that um and yeah um it was it was also nice to to, <laughs> to see how other people like like document stuff um, even though it was in a different language because i'm african speaking it was easy enough for me to pick up the dutch um, so yeah I, I enjoyed that and um sometimes i would like attempt to to speak a bit of dutch with my teammates and then they would just like laugh or yeah that was nice
0: it gives us a good understanding if anybody's got any questions for the name please add them to the to, to the comment section uh we'll, we'll deal with them all towards the end but add them now so that we don't we don't miss them you, sp- you spent some time as a commercial for, or you were basically at, at, at origin wine which is a company in beverage manufacturing and now pepsico also is kind of beverage manufacturing um does that what do you think? Does that limit your future? Is, is that the industry that you, you're very interested in or is it just happenstance that you stayed in and does that limit yourself, your future options? What do you think?
1: Look, um, the business unit I'm currently in within PepsiCo, um, I don't know if you if you know, but two years ago, they acquired Pioneer Foods. So I'm currently okay. part of the, the legacy Pioneer Foods business um, okay. in the essential foods business. So it's not in the beverage oh. side. So I'm actually gaining experience in manufacturing of other types of products, yeah. Um, so I think in that aspect, um, it's not limiting limiting um, my experience. And I also think um, if you go into a multinational company like PepsiCo, if you get your foot into the door, then your options are limited. Um, if you are in beverages, I think it's easy enough to move to a, a different business unit or even a different side of finance because now I'm in, in reporting mainly. Um, but there's... F- Financial planning and analysis, there's um sales admin, there's yeah, there's a lot of sections within finance um that I think I would like to move into for future.
0: So so you in reporting for pioneer food as a whole as a whole, or is it, or is it a specific division within pine?
1: Yeah, only for the essential foods business. Yeah. So okay. we yeah, we produce like your grains and your breads.
0: Okay, okay, I understand. And at your previous company, you you mentioned that you were first a commercial analyst and then a commercial finance or commercial financial manager. Tell us a little bit about what's the difference between the analyst role and that financial manager or commercial financial manager role.
1: I think the the main difference between the two was that I got someone that reported to me. So I had a direct report. And also, I think... um, when you're an analyst, you're, like, in the detail. You do the detail calculations. And when you move into the manager, manager role, then you are more, more um, like, of oversight that you you look at the whole picture and you have to make a decision and advise the CFO based on the information um that the analysts gathered for you. So I think that's, that's like, the main, the main difference. I always yes.
0: tell people, like, some people give a lot of information and you say, I try to explain them, this is, like, one of, Things that I'm dealing with, so you don't have to give me all the information that you have, I trust you. Just give me <laughs> the things that are most important that yeah, you're struggling with, yeah. because I trust you can deal with everything else. Once they figure that out, then it's brilliant.
1: Yeah, and I think that's, yeah, and it's a particular s- skill that you need to acquire um, as, a, as a financial person, I would say, is to identify what is the key um, information that you need and use that and uh, let go of the noise.
0: You mentioned a little bit earlier about uh, exercise and you're doing reading, but looking at yourself as a well, what are you most passionate about?
1: Um, I actually forget to mention this. So <laughs> when I was at and Bosch, I was part of the first 20 Tatuka bursary, um, how do you call it now, recipients. Yeah. So um, we used to call it the Yelp Makar society. So we weren't there just for ourselves. We were there to help each other. If this one struggles with text, we sit together and we figure it out. If this one struggles with that, um, if you miss us home, we spend time together. And, you know, not only for um, study-wise, but also emotional-wise. And I think I'm passionate about helping people and guiding people mentoring if you can say like that and I think it also comes down to being me being the eldest of three daughters I always had to like give advice to my younger sisters and have that role of being the not the leader but you know the one they come to for advice Um, so at my last job Hi (laughs) Ayanda. At my last, job, Ayanda was one of my mentees um, when I was an academic mentor um, at the res I stayed in. Um, So in my previous job um, me and my my direct report left more or less at the same time and she messaged me a couple of weeks ago when she told me like she just wanted to say thank you for the stuff that I taught her. Um, Looking back now she realized um why she had to go through the pressures and stuff that the work offered and she's so thankful for this and then she mentioned stuff that we talk about in our conversations and I'm like I, oh, I actually forgot I told her that and I'm glad she, she remembered that and she could um, apply it to her own life so that was so fulfilling for me to know that I could have an impact on someone else's life even if it's um professional or personal um, yeah I, I like to have an effect in an impact on other people's lives. So I would say that's my passion.
0: Oh, that's, that's great. Tell me, what is one piece of advice you would give your younger self?
1: I think I would say, um, don't be scared of failure. <laughs> don't be scared of failure. Learn from it and take the next step and conquer on. Um, yeah, you can reach high heights and yeah, don't be scared. Take the risks. Yeah. <laughs>
0: That's hundred uh, percent. We come from an environment where past fail as a big as a big inflection of you. But when you when you come to business, the more you try and um, the, you're going to make mistakes if you want to grow. That's the yes, best I thing learn. to do. You have to yes. learn to make mistakes. And, and failure is think. not the not the end of the world. The yes, the same. sun will rise again tomorrow. <laughs>
1: <laughs> exactly. Exactly.
0: Let's uh, let's go through to some questions and see if there's any questions from the audience. Most of them are. Quite a lot of people are enjoying it, so there doesn't seem to be... Oh, here's a question. We've got a question from Terry Gilbert. How was your transitioning from being in an audit environment to being where you are today?
1: Um, I would say the transitioning from articles to being in the professional world um, is a bit difficult. Um, When you're in auditing, most of the time you're in a team and you go from town to town within the team, um, there's always a manager and a assistant manager that, you know, is your safety net, I would like to say. And then when you get into, how do you call it now, post articles, sometimes you get a lot of responsibility and then your saf- safety net becomes, becomes less. But I think that also it teaches you. And yeah, it's every role that I have been in is a stepping stone and was a learning experience for me. And I think um, being a well-rounded professional, having a lot of different experiences and exposures. Um, that's at the end of the day, the most important
0: thing for me. Okay. And if I can add, um, people don't expect you, uh, or people shouldn't expect you, won't expect you that you you are the finished article when you come straight out of articles, like you know how to do the new job. Most most companies will expect that there's, there's a bit of a learning curve and most yes. companies will give you, give you that opportunity to learn. The ones that don't, that's maybe a red flag. So something to think about there. We've got a question from Ayanda who said, did you struggle to find your purpose? With so many options after articles, how did you decide what comes next?
1: It's difficult. Um, I think with life, you never know what's next. So I've been now in three, say four roles, post articles, and I didn't imagine myself being in the role where I am now when I've ended my article. So I just take it as it comes. Obviously, you have some goals for yourself with what you want to achieve, but your plan doesn't normally go straight to that. So yeah, I go with the flow of life. <laughs>
0: That's a good one. And. I think I've got you beat there. This is my fifth of the articles. But you know hey, you the only way to figure it out is to try different things. And I'm I'm five years yeah. in this last almost five years in this in this role. So you want to find it, then you then you can then you can settle and, and yeah. see what you enjoy. And people change. You might enjoy something now and not enjoy it in a few years, and that's fine.
1: Exactly. Exactly.
0: Thanks, Ayanda. That was a great question. Uh, I don't see any more questions coming through. Uh, any last few words from you or anything we didn't discuss that you'd like the audience to know?
1: No, I think always we basically touched um, touched on everything that I've had in mind. Um. So yeah.
0: I I've, think- If there's no no questions coming through, I have a last favor to ask everyone. As as I mentioned, I mean, share. Everybody helps out. You you struggle. You all know you struggle when you studied. As soon as you qualify, make sure you that door open and you keep that ladder open and you keep helping others keep giving others a helping hand where you needed helping hand when you were when you were, when you were struggling and you were working so i i, I want to leave us with that thank the, you. Sh- the show has been live on youtube and should be available on podcast by latest tomorrow if you're watching on youtube or listening on the podcast and feel of the, its added value don't forget to like subscribe and click on that notification bell to get automatically notified when the next episode comes out today thank you so much for your time
1: Thank you so much always. Thanks for having me and thank you everyone for joining in and thank you for the questions.
0: Thanks everyone for joining us for another episode of Two Ways to Skin a Cat. Goodbye.